0: Welcome to Charity Faith Love Podcast. My name is Charity, and I am the lovely voice that you will hear on each episode. I just wanted to give you a warning. My husband tries to keep the kids out while I'm recording, but if you hear some kids destroying my house in the background, just ignore that. So let's get into this next episode. Hey, everyone. Today, I get to talk to Aisha, and she's one of my coworkers, and i'm really excited for y'all to hear from her so first go ahead and kind of just tell us like about you
1: um my name is aisha i'm married to clayton scranton i have three boys ryan justin and clayton jr i have two stepdaughters kaylin and Kyla scranton i'm a phlebotomist here in Lagrange.
0: how long have you been doing phlebotomy
1: I've been doing phlebotomy since 2007, and I feel like God has been a big part of that. I have tried to pursue other careers, and I have it was like I was led back to phlebotomy.
0: Yeah, and you do it so well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so what about like your sp- spiritual background? Like, when did you become a believer? Um, with my spiritual background, I started out as a Baptist.
1: My family was Baptist from when I was a newborn all the way up until, like, I was 20 years old. At the age of 34, I joined the Remnant Church, which is non-denomination. And I have been with Remnant Church since
0: 2005. Okay. So you grew up in the church? Yes. Do you feel like through your younger age and 20s and all that were you really strong about your faith or was it kind of just like there like you knew about it but you weren't like hardcore it was like pursuing? I was
1: there and just knew about it but to be when i became a believer it was like
0: 2005 2007. okay yes yeah it was the same way i like knew about it i knew right from wrong yeah but i didn't actually like pursue it i was always like mm. Okay, it's yeah. there in the background, but I feel <laughs> like until some crap hits the fan, then you're like, oh, this is what it's about. Yes. So that's mm-hmm. good. Okay, so you graciously agree to talk about probably one of the hardest things that I think any parent would ever have to go through, um, which was the loss of your son. And I feel like any anyone loses a child, I feel like everyone always says, how do you get through it? And I mean, I used to say the same thing, like I trust God in everything, but then it's like when you lose a kid, then it's like, but that's your baby. Like people look at it as, oh, he took your kid or this or that. So how, I'm trying to think how we should even break this down. So um, I guess kind of just like, tell me a little bit about Ryan um, and then we'll go from there.
1: Ryan was born in 1997. My first born child. When Ryan was 18 years old, Ryan started asking questions about how is the world so cruel? Why are people treating each other the way they treat each other? Mama, I don't like this world. It wasn't suicidal questions. Like It was more like he really just didn't understand because he had a big heart. Yeah. like he couldn't understand you know what how can a person treat another person the way they did and it was like a year later God came and removed him off this this earth that's crazy after he asked those questions it was like I, I don't know you can just
0: I don't know yeah because it's almost like was he's Starting to really like question things because maybe he not knew, but kind of had that inkling maybe something was happening and he wanted to know. But yeah, it felt like some
1: type of spiritual thing of him asking these questions about how do people treat each other like this? When he walked away from a person that he disagreed, he might tell a person, I love you, you take care of yourself. It can even just been a friend from school. He was just so sweet about it. Yeah, and he just couldn't understand how can a person depart from another person feeling angry. That's interesting. And then eighteen a year later he's removed. Hmm. It was like his like if his heart was purifying or
0: yeah. yeah. So how do you feel like did he ask a lot of like questions about God or anything or? Where do you think he was on that standpoint? Because he was still so young.
1: It was like a unbalancing thing. But the good did overrule. Yeah. Because he would become so angry at understanding why you can't move up in life the yeah. way he wanted to. And I would tell him you needed to involve God more. Yeah, You're slipping back down because you're not involving him. You're trying to do it on your own out of your flesh. And he just couldn't understand that part. But as for loving another person, is he was on point with that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but as for prospering in life with his own personal goals, he just couldn't understand that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So okay, so he passed away at nineteen, right? Yes. Okay. And how did he pass away? Through a motorcycle accident. Okay, here in here in town, right? Here in the Orange State. Okay, mm-hmm. so you mentioned a few things to me before that happened right before the accident about like CJ making comments and stuff, yeah. and even Ryan like telling you he wanted to do things different. Yeah, tell me about that. Oh wow, it was it was like God was preparing me, if, like
1: a couple weeks before, like his brother CJ. Clayton Jr. was telling me in the back seat when I go pick up Justin from school, Mama Ryan is going to die. And I was like, no, CJ, no. And then he said it again the next week. Mama Ryan is going to die. I'm like, CJ, stop. Then I became kind of angry. Yeah. And I was like, CJ, stop. Don't say that. Be quiet. And the week of the accident, CJ said, Mama, I see Ryan in the casket. And oh then I started God. just rebuking. I was rebuking from the first time. Right. But it like the third time, it really caught my eyes.
0: Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, because you're like, of course, no. Yes. How would you know? Yeah. Exactly. And then the day of, uh, Ryan
1: called me and he was telling me, Mama, you were so right. I'm so sorry. You and daddy have been trying to teach me right from wrong, and I've been trying to do my own thing. I'm going to go ahead and go for surgical technician because you were so right. I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, Ron, that's what I've been trying to tell you. You All I've been trying to do is lead you the right way. And I was like, okay, I got to run inside this store right quick. I'll call you back later. He's like, okay, I love you. And that was earlier that day. Later on that day, 3 o'clock in the evening, we got the phone call. Um, to rush to the scene to see, but he still was talking. Still was alive and I just want to say thank God for having mercy on me. yeah, Because I didn't have to drive up to the scene and see him laying there with a blanket over him. Right. He was talking the last time I seen him. And the EMS rushed us to Austin. Rushed, and we followed them. And by the time I parked my car in the parking garage and we walked in and brought we us back, he was already deceased. Yeah. That's but crazy. I didn't, God it made it work. I didn't have to look at him. Right. the land there on the ground with a sheet. Right.
0: Like other parents have to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so you, what were you doing when you got the call? Um.
1: Coming home, um, arriving home that evening, getting
0: ready to cook. Okay, yeah. and they called you and said that there was an accident? Yeah,
1: uh, and when I pulled up, and you all know, was telling I come on, come on, come on, we gotta go.
0: Yeah. So, okay, so y'all made it to Austin. Tell me, on your way there, like what you were feeling and how that happened when you got there.
1: On my way there, I didn't know what to feel. I was just praying all the way there. When we got there, I was like I was sitting in the waiting room with oh my god, I had family, his fiance and her family. It was like 15, 15 of us in the waiting room. And um I was like, What's taking him so long? Then they called a cold red. I didn't think nothing of it because he was talking to us. Right. And when they called us back, the room was gloomy, no windows, and I was like, "What is this?" And so the doctor came in, and I was like, "Okay, tell me how much therapy, you know, what are we gonna have to do? How many surgeries?" She said, Ms. Grant, no, ma'am, he didn't make it." I was like, "No, he was talking to me." and I wanted to scream out, but then I felt God put his arms around me. Like, remember three weeks ago when I had Clayton Jr. talking to you? Uh, Remember when Ryan called you today? Like, that was me. God said that was me getting you ready for this day. And I felt like running I stood up. I wanted to scream, but I can just feel God, like God put His arms around me. Like I'm here, He's with me, and it's like I just start replaying all what yeah. God prepared me for. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, who, who gets this all the time from God? Right. It was like, it was like, a, like I it was special, like. If he was protecting me yeah. from all the pain, all the hurt, all the questions. Yeah. And the doctor told me, she said, uh, Miss Grant, no matter, even if they would have got him here in time, that he wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Even if we would have started surgery early, he said he was, everything was damaged from the inside you can't tell nothing from the inside because he had his helmet on so his body looked very good from outside oh yeah she said you everything was damaged internal bleeding
0: oh my god Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to like understand like just having to be there and go through that moment
1: it was like at the time, Charity, it was like my body was
0: numb. Yeah.
1: It was numb. It's like I couldn't, people around me was looking for my reaction.
0: Yeah, all, everyone's probably the watching me was
1: looking for my reaction. And my pastor, Pastor Cody Hill, was there from the moment okay. I walked through that door to the EMS to sit in that gloomy room. He was there. Yeah. but it was like my body was not.
0: Of course in the time it's hard, but like looking back on it, like it's probably way more comforting to know that you can pinpoint those times that you Mm -hmm. knew God was there. And that's what helped me through from the moment it happened. That the
1: moment that he was trying to talk to me three weeks ago then I look back now when I get sad, that things that then happened after I buried Ryan. The lady from the floral shop. She talking to me. I went in to pay for the flowers. and She's telling me that, oh my God, you was the mother. Mm-hmm. And she said, my hair is raising on my arms. She said, Ryan is there beside you. So this was after that, after we buried him. Oh yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? He's here beside me. He was she was like, he's here. He said he loves you. That he's he's fine. He's good. And I was like, oh my God. That's crazy. And then um she said, God said that he loves you also. And that Ryan is good. Ryan is with him. And I was like. I didn't know to cry. Right. My body just went numb. I got happy. I said, I love you too, Ryan. I said, thank you, God. Yeah. And two weeks later, she passed away. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It was like so many spiritual things that when I'm down, Yeah. God would show me some things. Or he'll send me different people to talk to me. Yeah. So... And it just helps build my faith. Yes, yeah. And now my faith is strong. Like I know for sure, for sure. Yeah. Cause so many things that God showed me before and after. Yeah. Has built my faith, and people look at me like, "How you been doing?" And da da da. I'm like I'm good. Yeah. Sometimes I I feel like people think I'm crazy,
0: <laughs> but I'm not.
1: It was just me
0: believing in God. Right. They think you're crazy because they don't know that that amount of faith actually exists cuz yeah. they've probably never had to try to access theirs like yes. that but yes so now I'm trying to give my life fully to God yeah cuz he has been good to me yeah especially through yeah some of the hardest things yes so okay what about like we talked about this I know before mm. um okay so tell me a little bit about the funeral like how as a parent, do you even imagine planning and actually having to attend it?
1: Oh my God, the planning of the unit was amazing. How many people from the community pitched in, and how my pastor and members of my church pitched in to to make sure it was it was so elegant. It was nice. They, uh, my pastor, went out of his way trying to rearrange the. The service in a certain order and made it so comfortable for me. Called me in the office where we sit down. He asked me, What did I want? How did I want the order of the service? He did that. Um, My aunt, I told her I was too weak to do it. Yeah. And she was like, And that's my aunt Lynn, my mom's sister. She was like, I don't look for you to do it she rearranged that between her and Pastor Kobe and my church. They it was so awesome charity. It was beautiful. Um I told I talked to God I wanna say the week before the funeral and I asked God to give me strength to attend on service. I don't want to Mm -hmm. be passed out. Yeah. I don't wanna faint. I didn't get to see him get married. I didn't mm-hmm. get to see him have a child or graduate from college. So please let me stay awake through his homecoming to go to God, to go to heaven. Yeah. And when I say God gave me the spirit, while well, I was standing standing up praising with the remnant praise team. The spirit that God gave me, the Holy Spirit that He gave me, was amazing.
0: Wow. Can, I can't imagine. I would. I feel like I would. I would probably have had to do the same thing because I totally would have just fainted. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, I can't go go in front of these people. I can't watch this happen because you know that's that's it. Like the funeral's mm-hmm. like your like you said your homecoming. Like that's yeah. the end of it.
1: That's the end of it. Yeah. And.
0: To be able to get that peace is so great.
1: Yeah, God was with me. I stood up and praised through the service, and it was so awesome. That's so cool. And it was at least 500 people there. Dang, that's crazy. They're trying to support me and my family.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure he was young, so he probably had tons of friends and classmates and everyone.
1: Teachers. uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: And everyone got up and
1: spoke so well about the same thing that I acknowledged out of him that Ryan could walk away from you with, you know, angry yeah, or broken, a broken friendship. He They always say it. Ryan had to come back and say, we good?
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: mm-hmm. And everyone That's spoke okay. highly. Teachers and all.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... How do you kind of, like, help yourself now? Because how many years ago was that? Now it is going on, I would say, it's 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a good amount of time. Yeah. So how do you, like, kind of, if someone was to go through this or they go through it or they're in the middle of it with the loss of a child, how do you go from there? Like, how do you cope and move on with your everyday life?
1: Just, um involving God, and I just feel like on my down days, I can feel myself like going into like a deep sadness. And all of a sudden, it's like I can just feel him putting his warm arms around me. God. Yeah. Just reminding me what Ryan at. Yeah. And that's just about every time I have one of on my days. It's just reminding me of where he said, and that he earned his suffering because of his heart.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Because you do, if you keep your focus on God, then of course he's going to bring you exactly. what you need to make it through your day. Exactly. And so that's, and that's why God
1: encouraged me to stay with him after I was with him before, but God said he wanted more out of me. Yeah. To help me through this. Yeah. To help me through days of bad days. Mm -hmm. To become closer to him so he can be there with me. So it's like, I don't have a choice. I can't turn around. Even if I wanted to go back to the old Aisha. Yeah. It's like, I don't have a choice. Yeah. But to stay focused with him because I feel like if I don't, that I will break. Yeah. And I have two other kids to live for.
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta stay strong. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have bad days, but yeah, you won't have as many, or you won't—they won't overtake your mind if you are focused on God through it. You mm-hmm. know, I had that kind of like I had there was some stuff I went through one time, and it was like really rough. But then I got way better, and I got way closer with God. I grew my relationship, and I've done so good since then. Yeah. Well, then I had kind of like a similar thing happen again, to where like took me back down. Yeah, but it was different because that second time it wasn't like oh, woe is me, everything's horrible. It was like, okay, so how are you going to move on from here? Mm -hmm. Like, we realize what happened. We're going to forgive and move on and go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it took me a little bit because that day I was sitting there and I was like, I really want to be miserable and like sulk in my own feelings right now. And I can't because God's like, all right, move on. And I'm like, wait, no.
1: (laughs) That is what my pastor, Pastor Kobe's service was about today here in, uh, in church. He was like, it don't go away. Um, it's The feelings don't go away. Yeah, He said, but as long as you have God in your life, he can help you more and more to deal with that same problem, to help you know how to deal with it. Yeah. He said, I would be wrong to tell you that it will get better. Right. It will go away. No, it's just he teaches you how to deal with it. That's good. Because Ryan's situation is not going away. Your situation is not going away. But we know how to deal with it whenever we get closer and closer to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that is really good. Because it is true. Because we live in such a sinful world that things are going to happen all the time that don't seem fair or don't seem like they should. Mm -hmm. But... If, like scripture says, like, if you seek first his kingdom, mm-hmm. then everything else will be given to you. Yes. So yes. if you just seek him and that's all you can mm-hmm. do in your day, mm-hmm. then you're doing exactly what you need to do. Even when things are bad, even yeah. when things are down, you just
1: continue to press, just press, press. And then make it look like you don't have problems. Yeah. But you're dealing with it and you're having faith in him. So on the outside, people think that you're perfect. Yeah, but no, you're just believing in him, right? And you're just pressing to keep going and putting him first, putting God. Yeah,
0: because I'm sure after all that happened, you probably noticed, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure I would have been guilty of it too. Like people looking at you different and like oh, yes. waiting on a reaction mm-hmm. and didn't know how to confront you. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I had one of my inlaws tell me I'm so disappointed in you, and I was like, for what? She was like, because your reaction was like you made it look like you don't miss Ryan or you didn't care what happened. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, I said, do you know what I was dealing with? I said, but now what you've seen is that I was trying to put God first. Yeah. What you've seen was God dealing with me. Yeah. And just because I didn't give you this big show of falling out, yelling, Right. Uh, getting going to the doctor and he's putting me on anxiety pills. Yeah. That don't mean that I didn't miss my child. Right. I missed my child very so very much. Yeah. I still do. Yeah. But I put God first, and if you only know that feeling of Him leading you out of that dark mm-hmm, force, mm-hmm. you would change your life too. Oh yeah. And she was like. After her and I talked,
0: she was more like,
1: okay, I feel better now. Because I feel like the round was just your least
0: That's or crazy. Like,
1: if I didn't care about
0: my Yeah. Name,
1: I was like, no, I did.
0: I but the, the sad part is, is like, you know, that's great that you were able to like explain that to her. But then the sad part is, it's like, it's none of her business. Yeah. You can cope with however you cope. Because everyone copes differently. Yes. And... I highly doubt what she went through what you went through by losing a child. <laughs> yeah, you know. So and I
1: also spoke with someone else before years before. Ryan used to work for him on the ranch. And he lost I seen him after I lost Ryan. They loved Ryan. Ryan worked for them worked for worked for them on their ranch for a year while he was in high school. Mm-hmm and I seen him after I lost Ryan and he, he knew about the situation he knew about the situation and um, he was telling me and he asked me a couple of questions Do your body feel numb and I was like yes I didn't have to say oh well how did you know because right. he had just lost the son also he knew he knew. He said well everyone looking for you to walk around here in that crazy crowd." Mm-hmm
0: he mm-hmm. said
1: no your body is numb but you don't know how to react. you don't start coping with it probably to two years after because that first year is like your body is numb yeah it
0: doesn't seem real
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: because I mean honestly I can't imagine like going through that like I've thought through it sometimes and I'm like that is the one thing that really would make me question my faith mm-hmm. but you did it in a way to where it brought you way closer to your faith yes which is the hope for and anyone that is what
1: God showed me yeah from the beginning you stay close
0: to me I'll take you through this that's crazy mm-hmm. that's so amazing though mm-hmm. so what about which obviously if you don't know me and Aisha work together mm-hmm. so you were telling me how You had a, I guess, like a kind of discussion with someone just recently in the last few weeks who, she was there at the accident, right? She was there at the accident. So how did that conversation go? It went very well. She got a little bit of
1: confirmation on it. And she had a lot of questions. She was angry and hurt and had a lot, she was very concerned about me and I would see her at church and I didn't have no idea she was the one that called the pastor she was the one that called 911 um and it was like God knew how to deal with this one three four years later yeah to bring her to me yeah and she was crying like she was the mother <laughs> and so I had to call upon the Holy Spirit, God. I need you, please help me deal with this. Yeah, she, she was like, they could have rushed him and did surgery at did surgery at Saint Marks. Why didn't they? Yeah. Why didn't they do surgery at Saint Marks? Why um they could have did something. Yeah. And I had to explain to her she, I had to explain to her that um all the internal damage internal bleeding Yeah. no matter what they would have did it was his time
0: isn't that crazy that yeah this true. amount later yeah like she she still needed closure which i don't she, blame her because yes. i've come up on accidents before and i like helped people and uh-huh. they looked i wasn't sure if they were going to make it and so i still have no idea how that went and so i can't imagine like mm-hmm. locally yeah and then her to see you all those years, but not you know want to cause yeah. want to confront you, yes. which I don't blame she, her. I wouldn't either. <laughs> yes, she would tell me. She
1: said, "I always want to walk up to you."
0: Yeah, and um,
1: and she finally had to open up to me. and She cried, but by the time her and I got through, was done talking, she was good. She was like, "Oh my god," she said, "For you to experience this with God, yeah, and now I know that you are okay." she said, I'm just looking at you. This is awesome.
0: Yeah. You potentially could have grown her faith and who knows how much yeah. just because you were faithful yes. in the beginning, you know? hmm That's so cool. Yeah. So what do y'all kind of do like now that he's passed? You do like an honorary thing? I know you'll have like a trail ride, right? Yes. Ryan loved to ride horses. He loved motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Um
1: so every year we do a trail ride, and um, so many friends come out, and yeah. when they see me, everyone is hugging on me. It's people that I don't know, but they they known of me because yeah. of Ryan. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god! And it's like every year it gets bigger and bigger. And bigger. Yeah, and it was like Ryan was a legend. Ryan <laughs> was amazing. Ryan was a loyal friend. He was good to people. And I was like, "Oh my God! I like to say it's God. Thank you."
0: Yeah, just you like know? grows every year, yeah. and more of a celebration for him every mm-hmm. year. Ryan went
1: through some things, and like, let's get you know, let me put that out there. Yeah, he battled with some things here in life, but overall, his loving, his love towards other people is what God wanted him to do, and he did. Yeah, helping other people, no matter what people needed, he was there.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so good. So, okay, how? Here's your hard question for it. (laughs) How would you encourage someone in their faith to to keep going through a hard tragedy? Maybe it's to the extent of they lost someone, or even just something simple.
1: I tell everyone is to keep God close, get closer to God. When I um, bef- that was another thing that led to me losing Ryan. I worked nights at a assisted living, mm-hmm. and before I lost Ryan, every night I would be walking down the hall checking on all my patients, and I could just hear God say, "Okay, go read your Bible after you get done with this," mm-hmm. or I'm walking down the hallways at night. Checking on my patience, get closer to me, get closer to me. So I kinda that was like a key to me. Yeah. Is that as long as you stay close to God, no matter what, I will be there with, you, with whatever you go. It yeah. might not be the way you want him to smooth things out. Right. But he's going to smooth it out the way he wants it smooth out. Yeah and then at the end you look back and say oh my god he did it yeah he kept his word it wasn't my way but he did it yeah so that is something uh, encouraging word that i would tell any parent or anyone that's going through something even if it's just your child going through surgery and all of that um Just keep God close to you. Yeah. Bond with him. And he can help you through all of this or anything that you are going through.
0: Yeah, that's good. Because I feel like a lot of people, which I'm sure you definitely question, is everyone I always hear when someone passes is always, well, God could have saved them. And it's like, yes, he could have. But that doesn't mean that was the plan for that person's life. especially with like kids and stuff everyone you know for all of us it's hard to understand but then i feel like like we talked about this like you kind of have to remind yourself like Mm -hmm. yes there are kids but Mm -hmm. we're all god's kids Mm -hmm. and so technically they're his you Mm -hmm. just happen to be the person on earth who gets to be over them and so i feel like i've had to like tell myself that a lot lately because i'm like oh i want to be with my kids 24 seven. which there's nothing bad about that Mm -hmm. but then i have to remember like They're their own little person, and they have to be able to function in this world just as much as I am. And so I have to remind myself, like, I'm not going to worry about them today because that's God's kids, and he's going to take care of them, whatever his will for their life is, whether I like it or not.
1: Yes, they are with us just for a season yeah, or a temporary time. God say, uh, they are not promised to you forever.
0: Yeah, which is so hard to accept. It's so hard to accept. but that is yeah that's so good
1: yes yeah it's just uh, believing in the word yeah is what I would just add to yeah if you
0: don't believe in the word
1: then learn how to believe in the word
0: yeah because ultimately like this world is a very tiny time of eternity like we're only here for a little bit yeah it's not our our forever place so when our time is up We're all going to heaven. Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. it's at least encouraging to know that this horrible, sinful world is not our eternity. Exactly. It doesn't have to be.
1: Oh my God, that's so amazing. Yeah. That was spoken on today at church house.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about like when you do get to heaven, you get to see them? Have you ever thought of that? I have
1: thought of that. If someone would have asked me um, eight, five years ago, or a little longer, are you ready to go to heaven? I would have said no, yeah. But now, since Ryan is there, yeah, I have set my two youngest sons down and said, Hey, as long as I get to see y'all graduate from high school, graduate from college, and at least see my first grandchild because I don't have grandchildren <laughs> yeah. because of Ryan's deceased. Mm-hmm. I can see one or two of my grandchildren. That is my prayer to God. Yeah. That is what I pray to God every night. The, that my boys graduated from high school, from college, and see both of them have a child. Yeah. I'm ready. CJ, of course, Clayton <laughs> Jr., he wants me here forever. He's like, no, you can't go nowhere, Mom. <laughs> Why are you talking like this? That's because I'm preparing you. Yeah, I say God prepared me
0: when He came to get your brother. Yeah, so about right, I want to prepare I want you and your brother. Yeah, and death is so hard, no one wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, which I mean, I don't even, my husband always jokes with me, he's like, Oh, I'm so old, I'm not gonna make it long. And I'm like, You know, I'm gonna laugh when you're stuck here till you're like 103, yes. and I'm gonna be partying <laughs> up in heaven. <laughs> but it is hard, death is so hard because. That's the ending of something. And, yeah. you know, if, you, if you're if you not a Christian or you're not with God, then that seems like the end completely. Yeah. But you know oh there's so much more mm-hmm. after this earth that it yeah. gives you just a it's good peace about it. The pastor said
1: today in his doing service, he said, this is just the beginning here on earth. Yeah. He said, when you get to heaven, that is where it actually starts. Yeah. I was like, oh my, I never looked at it like
0: that. Yeah. But it's true. This is just the beginning. Here on earth. Yeah. And I like yeah. the fact that, like, God gives us the fact of we will get to go see all of our family again. You know, anyone yeah. that's passed, it's like a huge homecoming together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just so beautiful. My uncle um,
1: had a dream. He's taken it so hard about Ryan. And that would be Ryan's great uncle. He. It was the night of the night after and he called me and he told me he said I had a dream about Ryan and he said he found Ryan we was all looking for Ryan and he said Ryan where you been we all been looking for you this is after we lost Ryan two nights after or night after and he said that Ryan turned around at him and smiled at him and on one side where my uncle was standing was Earth when he was standing was earth heaven was straight ahead ryan looked back at him and then he looked at heaven it said ryan ran on to heaven oh my god yeah and so ryan chose heaven and he told us about Earth. so earth is just the beginning that's amazing that just like gave me goosebumps i get so many confirmations and um
0: yeah that's what i was saying like he was just like just dishing them out there, too. yeah. Just, just to like, like remind like, you, I like, love him. yes. I love God so much,
1: yeah. Um, I love how he does that stuff, yeah. He, um, also, um, after my uncle called me and told me about that two nights later, I was like, Oh, he's just grieving,
0: uh huh, not to be ugly, no, but yeah. And, um, so my cousin,
1: she was like, I have a coworker that work that works with me and she lost a son and I had questions like, God, well, what about yes, God did show me yes I was having faith. Yeah. But I did have like a what about if he would have been here, how would it been?" Yeah. And if you would have saved him, how would it you know like what life would he have? Yeah, what had? life yeah. would he you know? And so my cousin called me and she was like I have a coworker and she was just really thinking about you. I don't even know her. And she sent me a book and I was reading the book. The book was saying the same thing that what my uncle said, how Ryan looked towards heaven and ran. Well, in this book, this guy's from Houston. And in this book, he went to heaven and he came back. He was angry at God. Like, no, take me back to heaven. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful over there. Why did you bring me back to suffer? Well, this was my confirmation of what I was asking God. What about if you would have left Ryan here? Exactly. It showed me that this guy went through 25 surgeries and more. Mm -hmm. And that he's still dealing with some things from his accident. God said, now there you go. That's your answer. That's so good. So it was like all of my answers. I mean, all of my questions
0: was answered. Yeah, he didn't leave you just wondering. Yeah,
1: I didn't need to go and ask questions. At you know, to other people. Right. Yeah. Or to the you know, go to the doctor and ask questions or whatever. It was like God showed me everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's amazing.
1: That's so good. So just. Please get to know who he
0: is. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want it to take something really hard for you to go to go through mm-hmm. to end up finding him, which is fine because that's how a lot of people do it, but you could have like you're saying, like all this different piece mm-hmm. about everything mm-hmm. if you already have him on your side. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You are a strong believer. That's so good. Yes. Well, Thank you so much for opening up on all of these really hard questions and probably one of the hardest things I feel like people always say is how would they handle it and you've done so great. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Congratulations for making it all the way to the end of this episode. I hope you loved it as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe and rate my podcast. You can also go to my website, www.charityfaithlove.com to read my latest blog post and find where you can order my book titled, Lord Help Me.